Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh, brothers and sisters. Hello, hello, hello. You're here today. You're at, you're at, you're at the SJ Talks podcast, and today we're going to be talking about something which was requested by one of my mates, uh, one of my mates on social media, and it is navigating Islam as a beginner. Now, navigating Islam, especially in this, especially with our generation, it can be very, very, very confusing. To be honest, with TikTok, with social media in general. You have varying levels of, of um, iman in people who are posting various different pieces of content with various number of religions and different sects, S-E-C-T-S, um, in, uh, who are posting stuff. For example, you could identify as a Sunni or as a Salafi and someone posts something to do with the Shia rulings, but you don't know that it's Shia because there's nothing about it to come with. You don't want to take that as good. Right, it can be very confusing when you take stuff because a lot of the things that we get are from online sources, um, which is why I wanted to talk about it because a lot of people think it's actually good to take from online sources, for example, TikTok, for example, Instagram. And don't get me wrong, all this Islamic poetry, all these Islamic kind of sayings are great with research done alongside of them. For example, you see a hadith on Instagram, right? With a beautiful little background, right? Perfect editing on the picture, perfect proportion, but a beautiful picture. And on the bottom, it's got a little quote. And in the comment, or in the, um, what's it called? The caption, it's got the reference. If you go actually check out the reference, see what grade it is, because they they, none of them actually say the grade. None of them say whether it's Da'if, or whether it's Hassan, or whether it's Sahih. All right, they just say, this is where it comes from. So, do you go look at it? Do you actually, do you actually go look at Do you go look at it? Do you ask someone who's knowledgeable about it? This is the These are the dangers of it, because you see like 10 of them within about 10 minutes, and you're bombarding someone with, there's so much on there. So what you have to do is, listen to the podcast first of all because i want to explain exactly how i got out of it and how i kind of navigated islam as a beginner and you know, believe it or not i found islam very recently for, for myself very very recently to be honest with you yeah. like past few years recently and um i have a few tips which i've kind of like compiled three you know, uh, well three classes four um tips which i'll go through in this episode which i feel like really helped me find Islam for myself and really, you know, really puts things into perspective. So, the first one. And this can be broken down into three separate parts. So, I will say the overall one, then I'll go through this three separate one. So, the first, so the overall thing is remember a constant rem remembrance of Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Having that constant remembrance of him is so important for so many different things. But for the most part, it's Fighting and going to war with your nafs. Your nafs are your desires, by the way. And people often like to have a little scapegoat when it comes to these things. They often like to say, well, it's Shaytan. It's Shaytan who's going to be affected. He's the one who makes me sin. Shaytan makes me sin. Really? Do you really believe it? Nafs ain't Shaytan. Nafs are you. You are your nafs. They are your desires which comes out from your own self. Shaitan just pushes you in the right in, in, in the um in the direction to sin, but you take the steps towards it. Essentially, Shaitan, you pick up the gun, Shaitan aims it and you shoot. That's essentially how sinning works. And 
it's really it's really harsh especially when you have the mentality of shape why makes me do it you forget that the first step is picking up the gun you know you have to pick it you have to pick it up so navigating islam as a beginner really starts from the remembrance of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and trying to get that to a constant place because if you have a choice whether to pick up the gun or not you think to yourself ah you think of the hadith about the lightest punishment and the power of hell where the man will stand on coals on hot coals i'm pretty sure it's hot coals and the coals are so hot that his brains boil and he'll think that he has the harshest punishment of everyone and in fact he has the lightest and you think of things like that before you pick up the gun and you're thinking to yourself i don't want to risk it these sins are too much for me you won't even go near it. You won't even give a chance for Shaitan to, to, to aim the gun, right? This is why remembrance of Allah is so important. And then the, the reason why I said there's like um three coming classes for is because it can be separated into three things. Remembrance of Allah, a righteous surroundings, and um conscious effort is how is I think the best way to categorize them. So to start off with I've already talked about the remembrance of Allah, but I want to go on to a different the next one. Having a righteous friendship group. Oh my. A righteous friendship group can do wonders. A non-righteous friendship group can also have the exact same effect in the opposite direction. If the people around you are telling you that alcohol's fine, drugs are fine, zina is fine, having a girlfriend is fine. If the people around you are saying that, you're obviously going to think it's fine. We all know the famous quote that if your friend, if you're surrounded with five millionaires, you're gonna become the sixth. No, this is an this this is something which is known. If you surround yourself with, I would I don't even like to say a non-Muslim because there are some non-Muslims who keep you in check, but if you surround yourself with non-Muslims and surround yourself with people who you know encourage you to sin, you'll eventually you know what I mean they're just chipping away right. Eventually they're gonna get down. You're going to break down that wall and you're going to just be oh, okay, I'll just have a sip. Oh, okay, I'll, I'll just hold it for you. And we all know those little those little phrases. Oh, I'll just do this. Oh, I'll only do... They're all fake. You know you're going to end up going into it. Whereas if you have a faithful, a righteous friendship group who pray in the masjid, who learning the Quran, who reads the Quran on a daily basis, who brings Islam into conversations, who has enough knowledge to put you in check when you sin. Right? You're gonna you're not gonna think, oh well alcohol's fine. If everyone around you, if your entire friendship group is saying, No, it's not. Fear Allah, it took Allah. Alright, I mean it's an obvious statement to make, but this is why a righteous friend your friendship group, your circle, is so important. And they can, by the way, they can literally pull you out of the fire of hell. Lit, like lit, like in a literal sense pull you out if they if they cross the bridge um and they see you they they will get a chance to pull you out if they pass okay. if they don't pass they're right in the fire of hell with you they can't pull you out if they're in this way you need righteous friendships groups righteous ones so pick your friends wisely and remember it's better to be alone than to be surrounded by haram yeah, it's infinitely better to be alone. Because time alone is time with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now the next one 
the next the next one is constant consistent effort and this consistent effort is is interesting because it has so many different forms consistent effort could mean um consistently waking up for the hajjid could mean you read five pages of the quran after every single salah could mean you put yourself into a class and this is the one that i kind of push for most because it's it has a sense of accountability alongside of it put yourself into a class whether it's learning the quran learning the hadith learning arabic learning fiqh even if it's a class for reverts for converts which are going through the basics of islam very 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 basics of the religion for new muslims those are often the best even if you even if you are born muslim but only have recently found it those classes are the best ones for you Right, I mean, they break things down into the into the the simplest way to understand them. The these classes, where no matter how complex, no matter how um, no matter what the, what the difficulty is, they will always help you in ways which you can't help yourself. Because I mean, you suddenly you go there uh, a couple of weeks in a row. All right, if it's on a weekly basis, like for example, now I'm in um, I'm going to weekly fiqh classes, right? And we're currently going through the fiqh of purification. If I have to miss a class uh, next week, actually, because I'm not going to be in the country. I, I felt bad telling my teacher that I couldn't make it. I felt bad. Like, you know, I was, I was almost shy to be like, I can't come. All right, because it's an accountability thing. It's, it's people will hold you to account. They will hold you to account and saying, look. Like if you're missing for if you're if you're missing it for no reason, they'll keep you in check. And also, you're surrounding yourself with the remembrance of Allah. It brings you back to our first point: how remembering Allah constantly is very, 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 very important. Now, this consistent effort. The important word is consistent. Oh. All right, I mean, there's two words in it: it's consistent and there's effort. Effort you need to put effort in. That's obvious. Try and try your utmost hardest. Right, because as soon as you learn something, people well, like people, knowledge comes with, comes with responsibility. If you learn something in Islam, for example, you have a friend who is studying the Hadith, and he gets a certification. He actually gets the qualification. He is now a certified alim. You're gonna go to him with things, um, with things according to uh, with things that regard Hadith. If you have a hafiz, you're gonna go to him for things regarding Tajweed of the Quran, right, and this knowledge comes with response. If you're learning fiqh, right? Sorry, let me break, let me actually scrap that. Let me take it down all the way to the very, very, very simplest one. Imagine you're learning about in that revert class, in that convert class, right? And you are learning the very basics of Islam. You still have responsibility. What if a non-Muslim comes up to you and asks you a question about it? Right? Someone, uh, let's say it's, a, it's an old woman who has no idea about Islam, hasn't had much exposure to Islam, sees you in the street and asks you about it, right? It could happen. You never, you never know, it could happen. It's responsibility. And that responsibility also makes you realise that you need to put in the effort, yeah. right? And the second part of that is, well, the, well, technically the first part of the phrase is consistent. It has to happen on a regular basis, daily, or weekly but anything less than weekly you're not getting that regular input 
weekly at most. It could be two times a week, three times a week, once a week, every single day. Yeah. Um, five times a week. It could be anything, right? But that consistency is what success is a build up of small consistent habits. That's all it is. No matter what you want to be successful in, it's just a build up of small consistent habits. Yeah. And that that's what it is. So that's what I mean by consistent effort. And let's say you can't go to a class. Let's say you're working. Let's say you're an adult. And you actually can't, you don't physically, like, you actually don't have the time to go to the class. You leave at 6 a.m. in the morning. You come back at 8 p.m., right? You don't have time for a class. Let's say you work in a hospital. You have long hours. That consistent effort of reading the Quran every single day, praying five times a day, reading your sunnah prayers, you know, actually taking your time with your prayer and understanding the reasoning behind every single position it can also be that you read sort of fatiha at, at the very least in your five daily prayers right in the salah five times a day that's 17 mandatory yeah. like fard, uh, raka, units of prayer which you have to pray 17 i'm pretty sure two for fajr four for zohar four for asa three for maghrib and four for aisha so what's that four 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 twelve fifteen seventeen yeah. all right that is 17 raka. Like that, right? So that's sort of fatiha sometimes at 17 times a day minimum. Learn the definition of it. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. Arrahman Rahim. Malik Yawmiddin. Learn the learn the definition of these ayahs. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. All praise be to the Lord of Worlds. Arrahman Rahim. The most Merciful, the most compassionate. Maliki Yawmiddin. Lord of um, Lord of the Day of Qiyamah. Lord, Lord of the Day of Recompense, I think, is the exact definition. Yeah. Um, it is you who we go to for help. It is you who we go to for um, worship. Guide us to the right path. Guide us to the straight path. To the path, to the path of the righteous, not to the path um, to the ones who have been straight away. That is a very, very rough definition, but it can be a rough definition as long as you know what it means, right? And you can hone it up on everything, right? Then, so learn it, learn the dean. You know, don't, don't, don't sit back. Learn this type of stuff. If you're new to Islam and you're a revert. You probably didn't learn Arabic when you were younger. Learn how to read Arabic. At the very least, read it. You know? Go to the Arabic alphabet. Alif, Ba, Ta, Tha, Jin, Da, etc, etc. Right? And you get every single Muslim who was born Muslim, or anyone who speaks Arabic, will know that little song you make out of the Arabic alphabet. Right? I mean, these things are very important to know. So that consistent effort is incredibly important. And then, and then, we get to the last parts I wanted to put in. Because those are very personal things. But there's also a knowledge thing. And it's contextualizing the knowledge you gain, the things you learn. Contextualizing Islam was one of the best things that ever happened to me. It was one of the best realizations that I ever actually got. I never got told to contextualize. I never actually got told or taught or, you know, signaled any way to, how to contextualize things you learn. But this is something I realized by myself. 
contextualizing the things that you learn will bring about a whole different importance upon it for example if you're just told as a child or as a teenager don't drink alcohol why dad why don't i why can't i drink alcohol because it's bad for you why because allah said so oh why you're never going to understand why the, the definition of because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala taught, uh, said so is not good enough for someone who um, does not have that level of iman yet. Unfortunately, it's not good enough. Even though Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us to do so is the primary reason for anything that we do. It's not good enough for someone with low iman. You're alright. I mean, if you haven't found Islam for yourself yet, you're going to want like I don't know, a scientific reason or an ethical reason or I, I don't know, just a reason. Other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us so. Or because it says in Hadith or because it says in the Quran. You don't want a different reason. So this is something which is really, really, really important. Contextualize it. right? Or teach the people around you to contextualize it. If you if you can already do that. For example, using the alcohol example again. If you've seen someone die because they've crashed into a tree. Because they're, because they're driving under influence. That's a danger of drinking. Yeah, if you've seen people, let's forget about driving. If you've seen people drinking and they've gotten a slight bit tipsy and can't control themselves anymore, and I've now done something which is absolutely disgusting, you're going to see, and it doesn't have to be disgusting as in illegal. It can be something disgusting like bringing, I don't know, puking all over themselves, right? That's, that's something which is horrible. It's disgusting. And you're going to, and if you actually like realize that, if you realize, that, oh, shoot, I don't want to be doing disgusting stuff like that, you're going to realize, okay, I don't really want to drink. And that's a step towards the right direction. Alright, I mean, yeah. um, being like, I want to drink, to go into, I don't mind drinking, is a step in the right direction. I don't mind drinking to, you know what, I'm going to have to miss that night out. Is a step in the right direction. I don't want to go on the night out. I'd, I'm going to stay in. I don't, I don't want to drink. Is a step in the right direction. I don't want to drink too. I'm never going to drink. I'm not drinking. Is a step in the right direction. And those little, those little steps, often the ones which push you in the right direction as i said earlier on success is a um is an amalgamation of the small little habits that you put into place and also the small things that you say so you know those little steps are always good things and you're going to see yourself do that when you contextualize it you're going to see more and more things in fact i saw a video recently literally my mate sent it my mate sent it to me yeah literally told us that the things that you hear or that you learn in recent times literally become more apparent. There's actually a filter in your brain. It filters out things which, you know, you, you don't have on your mind. They don't really know about. For example, have you ever heard a word or learned a new word and suddenly you hear it everywhere? Or you hear of a new book or hear of a new movie name and suddenly it's everywhere. Just because it's your brain. It's got a filter, and that filter is now letting this one word through. What is movie title through? Because you actually know about it now, right? It's not blocking it. You see it, but you don't register. You see it, but you don't register it. But now, because you've learned it, you see it. So these little things, for example, the um, if you take a step in the right direction in terms of let's say alcohol again, and suddenly you actually think that you know, you know, the way people can't, you know, when you can't control yourself, it's actually kind of. I don't like it. It's really bad. You're going to start seeing the negatives of that. And then you're going to start taking the right thing, the right direction to not drinking. 
And even if you don't do it, even if you don't want a uh, religious point of view, look at all the successful people. They don't drink on like a on like a heavy basis. Well, the large majority of them don't. Yeah, anyways, the large majority of them actually advise against drinking excessively. Doctor, all doctors say avoid drinking excessively. There's, you know, there's, there's all these scientific factors. Never mind the religious ones. So, contextualizing is a slow process, but it's a process that works, and over time you will genuinely see the benefits you will reap the benefits of contextualizing all the things you learn and you will actually tend to realize that you remember it uh better you implement it into your life in a better way you you have a more you have less reluctancy to doing it and you also remember a lot when you're doing it too and i want to bring it full circle in this podcast remembering the law honestly is 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 the key to success in life it's not money it's not freedom it's not happiness it's it is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the reason why men have gone soft and this is going to take a completely different approach it's going to almost sound like a red pill thing but I promise you it's not it's not but it's something I genuinely believe it's not a red pill thing yeah it's men have become weak because we have lessened the hardships or burdens that we put on ourselves and the the we've stopped thinking to ourselves that yes I am doing something wrong and we've just been like, no, anything I want to do is right. It's okay if I do this. Ah, oh, but it's okay. Yeah, oh, oh, but I did this and this and this, right? Or you avoid thinking about the negatives altogether. And we forget that in reality, those things that we've done wrong are stepping stones towards a better you. And yes, and Islamically, bringing it back to Islam again, um, it's what the whole episode's about. Islam is an introspective religion. It's, you have to look inside yourself and see your faults and see your flaws it humbles you it makes you modest it allows you to be happier and it allows you to improve as a person and the first step to hardship is realizing that you have hardship around the corner at any time and one of those hardships is going to war with your desires is going is battling your nuffs is fighting them off that is a hardship don't get me wrong that is a hardship it doesn't have to be physical hardship it can be mental as well fight your nuffs get rid of them yeah keep them at bay don't let shaitan get the rest of you you're better than that anyways that's my that's that's my take on the whole on the whole finding islam navigating islam as a beginner i hope it brought some value to you um i hope you enjoyed the episode i tried to take it a bit slower uh, you know take a bit more of a softer slower approach today but Tell me what you think. Message me on Instagram. Tell me what you think. I would really, really greatly appreciate the feedback. Um, whether it, No matter how negative, no matter how positive it gets, I will always appreciate you guys giving me feedback or just talking to me in general. Um, I'm lonely. Um, so, basically, so drink some water today. Smile. And um, have a good day. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh, guys. And, um, have a good day. See ya.